We've got uh, Chattanooga Moxhead football coach Rusty Wright on the line with us. Say congratulations on the victory down there in Florence, Alabama, coach. And uh, how you doing today, first of all? I'm good, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Kentucky looms. We'll talk about that in just a second. But I, I uh, applaud your, applauded y'all's move to go with uh, Cole Copeland. I thought he managed the game well, and the defense really showed up. So talk about the decision to start Copeland in game two. Well, I mean, his, his, his position, that quarterback position, is no different than any other position. It gets evaluated and looked at every week, just like they all do, and got to make decisions and, and go with them and move forward. And that's what we did. And just felt like it was way to give somebody an opportunity to see what they could do as well. And that's how it went. I thought one of the inter- – uh, was the one interception was a tip or something. And then we turned around no, and had a pick six. We, we ran the wrong route. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know that when we're watching on television, right? Yeah, no kidding. We ran. We friggin' ran into each other. I mean, that's we've done that twice in the last two weeks. We ran the wrong route from two interceptions, and those are things we just we cannot continue to do. I mean, it drives me crazy. So, but that's that was what happened. Oh well, uh, was it the very next play we get the pick six on them? Uh, that was sometime in that drive. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Um, I think it happened uh, maybe four or five plays later. Yeah, but it was later on in that drive. They, it was later on in that possession for them, yes. yes. The numbers you like to see, I, I would assume, is a limb forward 114 yards on the ground, Terrell Price 68 yards on the ground, Appleberry 18 doing his stuff in five carries. All those, you know, with a pretty good clip, uh, a limb averaging five yards a carry, Terrell Price at 4.9 yards per carry. I mean, that's the kind of numbers you want to see on the ground, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we did a good job running the football, especially early. Uh, you know, they lined, they were going to let us line them up a certain way, and, and we were able to hit some things. And I thought those guys did a good job of running football. We blocked them. You know, we blocked them up front. That offensive line got after it. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. It got a little harder in the second half when we got up. We were up 17 nothing. There was a bunch of folks in the box at that point in time. And, and I, you know, I kind of made the offense take the air out of it a little bit. You know, and, and be a little more conservative throwing the football down the field and, and, and those things. It got a little harder there in the third, late, middle of the third quarter, late in the fourth quarter. But we actually, I think we took the ball back with about five and a half minutes to go in the game and, and got a couple of first downs and ran it out. So I was, I was pleased with that. But them backs run hard. We've done a good job. Those offense coaches did a good job this week of scheming some things up and, and making some things happen and giving some different looks. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we gave ourselves an opportunity to run the football a little bit. And here's a number I like, Coach. 38 yards given up on the ground uh, in this game. <laughs> Their defense and was awesome. What's, what's crazy is that's the fourth time it's happened since you've been uh, been coach with the team. And all four games coming on the road, that's kind of weird. I don't know if you can explain that or not, but that tells me that tells me that those big uglies on the defensive line are controlling the line, and that allows the linebackers and everyone else, allows them movement and being able to get to the the ball carrier. Yeah, well, we played well up front, defensive line wise, for sure. I mean, those those guys played really hard and um, really well. I don't know why that stuff happened on the road, Joe. I wish it happened at home a little more. I'd be a little happier <laughs> after it's over. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, we had a good game plan defensively. I tell you what, the biggest thing was we just lined up and played. We played. We might have only blitzed four or five times all night. We lined up and played base defense and and just you know made people just. 
got back to playing fundamental football and being in the right spots and, and doing things right, having your eyes in the right place, and, and and that kind of stuff. And that's you know, and that's that's how you got to play defense. I mean, it's not we, you can't make it overly complicated. You got to give guys an opportunity to go play fast and and do that. And and, and our our kids did. I mean, you know, they they I only think we played forty nine plays on defense total Saturday, which is unheard of. I mean, you know, most of the time if, I'm happy if it's somewhere in that. 60 to low 70 range and uh, you know but they did they had a we had a good plan and kids executed well and they were ready to go Devontae maxwell man what <laughs> a day a beast school record three and a half sacks um just surpassed 100 career tackles on his third sack of the game uh it was i mean and he what was he named southern conference defensive player of the week yes he was he did he got named that today and should have had four. Uh, he had one taken away because of a penalty. I told that old boy to stay away from him, you know, that committed the penalty because he's probably not too happy. He, he would have set the school record uh, <laughs> if, the penalty, if, if, if the penalty wouldn't happen. And, uh, you know, he wanted to go back in the game late. And I was like, there's no way. You know, I said, I understand where you're at and, and all that. I understand the situation. I said, but if you go back out there for these last six minutes and you get hurt, I said, I'll never be able to live with myself. And I said, nobody else in this city will either. So I said, I, I, I can't do that. But that's the thing. We had some guys on the edge. i tell you what the, the biggest reason was. We had some guys rushing the passer. You know, Jay Person didn't get a sack uh, last Saturday. But i tell you what, between him and Ben Bruton on the edge, kind of opened some things up and pushed the pocket and made the guys step up. And, then, you know, D-Max, he sees some things now that we don't normally see protection-wise you know, double teams and things like that. And he did a good job, you know, in one series. I mean, one series he had three sacks. So, you know, I mean, that's that's the thing. They started out, we gave up a we gave up a uh, pass interference penalty, then a taunting penalty. So they had 30 yards and moved them down there pretty much into the red zone. And then three plays in a row, you know, we had two good rushes. He had one good rush and sacked the guy. And then we had two good rushes on the edge and forced him up. D-Max just sitting there to take him and, and that's what happens when you're a good pass rusher and you're a good player. Things things happen to work to you because you're trying to get things done. Right, right. So what does what what is the psychological or maybe there is none uh, advantage of a shutout? Throwing the goose egg at them because uh, you know North, uh, Northern Alabama they they kept the football. I mean they they moved the football, uh, but but you know to keep them out of the end zone and off the scoreboard has got to be a feather in the cap if you're a defensive minded player, right? Well, I mean, you always, that's your goal, you know. I mean, that's, I mean, people don't score, they can't win. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the whole point of it. And that's why you play defense. But, uh, you know, I mean, it just, it's, it's hard to do. I mean, it's, you know, when, when all things are equal, when both teams are equal, it's, it's hard to shut somebody out, you know, over the course of a game anymore in college football. And, uh, you know, when you're playing on the same field. You know, with a FCS school, and and you get an opportunity to do that, then it's it's a big deal. You know, and and I wanted it. I ain't gonna lie to you. We got. I didn't even pay attention to it. I really didn't even think about it. it didn't dawn on to me. You know, till about ten or eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then I wanted it for them. You know, I'm sitting there trying to figure out a way to make sure we don't do anything to screw it up. You know, and let right. them, I mean, you, you, you know, give up a. a a cheap score or something like that. And, you know, those kids credit, we kept battling and it didn't matter who we put in there. Cause you know, I told those kids today when we had our team meeting, we, we traveled 63 guys over to North Alabama, 57 of them played in the game, you know? So, I mean, that's the most, I think we've 
pretty much ever played in a football game since I've been here. You know, so everybody's got a role, whether you're a starter or a backup on defense. I mean, you know, we played eight or nine guys up front on the defensive line. We played four or five linebackers. We played every secondary guy has a a backup. So, I mean, you know, we played – we, we we played a bunch of folks defensively. We probably played 29, 28, 29 guys defensively. And, you know, so, I mean, that's 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 a big deal. They all have a part in it. It all means something. And, and you know, and hopefully that keeps us moving in the right direction and, and building this thing for this stretch run in this league. Health-wise, did you come out okay after after this game? Because you're going to need all hands on yep. deck for Kentucky. Yeah, we're fine. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. So... Yeah, yeah. Kentucky. How are we going to yeah, win? Well, I'll tell you this. That's the best football team I have seen since I've been here. Okay, and that goes back to 2019. We've only played two Power 5 schools since I've been here, and that was Tennessee in 2019. And, and uh, this you know, this Kentucky team, we're getting ready to go play uh, Saturday. And this this Kentucky team is hands down – Without a doubt, the best team we've played since uh, since I've been here. Um, offensively, defensively, kicking game. Now, you can tell Mark Stoops has built this program. It, yeah. I mean, it, it 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 plays like him, and it, you know it, it looks like him. Um, they've got you know the, the the transfer portal was good to them this past year. They got a quarterback in there that can zip it around. Now they got a guy that can man, that can run that offense. They took a transfer wide receiver from uh, Nebraska. I think it's a different dude. Um, you know, they probably got it's probably one of the top ten offensive lines in the country. They're they're as as good as you want to see over there. Um then defensively, I mean they, 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 they play defense like you're supposed to play defense. They they they're in the right spots. They're they're fundamentally sound, they can run, they leverage the football, they they, they understand where the gaps are, they understand what you're trying to do to them, where their weaknesses are. So um uh, you know, we'll have our hands full, but we're going to go up there and go play and, and, and give it our best shot and see what happens. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the thing. I think it's probably the most um, – it is. It, I mean, it's the best football team I've seen since we've been here. So, you know. It, it, the thing about Kentucky to me is, and, and it feels like when, well, nowadays – you know, fan bases and really everybody, oh, you got three years to prove that you're either, uh, you know, our coach. I'm talking about at the, at the power five level. You got three years to prove that you're either our coach or you're out the door or chances are you're up the ladder. Some, but he, this is his ninth season there. Why do you think Mark Stoops, uh, and I'm sure he's had offers to go other places, but why do you think Mark Stoops has stayed in Kentucky? Just a solid job or what, what do you think? Or maybe you know, maybe you know him. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I think for one, he wanted to see if he could build it and get it going. Right. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, that's, you know, you take some of these jobs, you try to figure out if you, you know, you got a vision in your mind and you're like, all right, let's see if I can get it to where I want to get it to. And I'm not sure he's gotten it there exactly, you know, consistently where he wants it yet. Um, and that's, and I think they gave him time. I think I don't know who the AD is there now or or was when when he was hired. I don't know if they've got a new one or whatever. But I think that's the thing with that job. It had had some turnover in the last two hires before him or something like that. You know, I can't remember. Like I said, he's been there eight or nine years. It's hard to remember that back far um, of who was there. Uh, but I think he had a vision and an idea of what he could do with that place. And I think you know early on he struggled. I mean, they struggled big time. You know, to to get going and get their 
get their footing in the right direction. But now you can you can see how it's progressed, and you can see how much better they've gotten over the last three or four or five years. And and uh, you know, I mean, people seem to forget now. Bear Bryant started Kentucky. Football's been important for whatever reason. It just hadn't taken off like basketball has. Right. You know. Uh, that's that's the thing they've had. They've got good players in the NFL from Kentucky. I mean, they've had you know that's that's the thing. Uh, so it's uh, it's a unique place for sure. Um, you know, and maybe you know they, they talk about recruiting and all that, and it, it may be maybe one of them places it takes off now that you had a transfer portal in in when in recruiting. Maybe they couldn't go get one of those top ten guys at a spot before when you're trying to get them out of high school, but now if you have a transfer portal and that guy's not playing somewhere else, now you got an opportunity to go get him say, man, you still play in the SEC, just come to Kentucky, we got a spot for you. So, I mean, those are things I think that can help transition that place and keep that place a little better because I know, you know, they had an offensive lineman leave LSU and now he's starting at Kentucky, you know, and he's a good player, I'm telling you. I mean, he, I'm watching him on film. He's a really good player, you know. <laughs> he's, an, he's an SEC-type player. He's just at another SEC. He's not at one – was one of the typically big time SEC schools. He's he's at a place now where he's going to go play and get better and, and and have a chance to go play in the league instead of playing behind somebody. And and that's you know back in the day it used to be, you know, Kentucky and Vanderbilt would say, well, we got the top twenty, you know, we got one of the top twenty, the twentieth ranked linebacker, or the twentieth ranked DB, or the nineteenth ranked O lineman. Well, that part about it was they were playing against one through eighteen. You know, right. they were having, a, you know, but but now I think maybe now that thing that narrative can change for them a little bit. But they do a, you know, they they they've done a good job um, since he's been there, and and you know, it's a it's a like I said, it's a well coached football team. It's a good football team, and I told somebody earlier, I think uh, you'll see at the end of this year that Kentucky team be. Eight, nine, ten wins when it's all said and done. Oh, I can see that yeah. easily. They yeah. look great against Missouri uh, last weekend too, or sa- Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and they're doing whatever they want to do. They ran the football against Missouri pretty good, and week before that against Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe, they threw the ball all over the yard whenever they wanted to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and been playing good defense. I mean, that's that's the thing they're playing. They're playing well enough on defense to win games in that league and, and give people problems. And it'll it'll uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll go up there and it'll be fun. Noon, <laughs> noon kickoff will be on ESPN Plus, and um, so you guys are you probably prefer those noon kickoffs, especially when it's on the road. You can get back, right? I can promise you, they let me play them at eleven. I play them at eleven. <laughs> so. Well, good luck. Uh, appreciate it, Rusty, as always, man. And uh, go get that win in the Bluegrass State. We're gonna try crazy. We're gonna try like crazy. So y'all have a good week. Appreciate y'all. Sounds good, Thanks, coach. Thank you, Rusty Wright, Chattanooga Mox football. And uh, always, always at least good for one funny quip there. If I'd play, if they let me play him at eleven, I'd play. Going to have fun. Yep. Gonna have fun. <laughs> yep. He'd like to play him at seven o'clock in the morning, probably, because that's when they practice most of the time. It's, it's Is seven it that or eight early? o'clock. Yeah, seven or eight o'clock. Ugh. Yeah. Sounds awful. That's a little bit different, isn't it? Sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs>